Hello and welcome back to Rare Eddie One Talks podcast. I'm your host, Rare Eddie One, and now then, I hope you're having a fantastic time. On tonight's fun-filled episode, we're talking conspiracies, we're talking dirty, naughty conspiracies. Let's get deep down and dirty. I am winning the pony at the minute. You can't tell and you'll never tell because the camera won't go down that far. Maybe on an OnlyFans page, what I haven't got. Maybe I do, I, I, I don't know, maybe someone's AI'd me somewhere. Um, we're going to be talking pop culture. It's not always fun, it's not always entertaining. Well, in, in a minute, because the writers and actors strike, because they're not pumping out any shit, thank goodness. That's a bit of a blessing, I suppose. Are you really bothered about the strikes? Do you want the strikes to hurry up and, and end? So on tonight's episode, we're talking the Mexican aliens. The aliens that were uncovered to the Mexican Mexican Congress, sorry, and what NASA has to say about them. Drew Barrymore and a, a talk show, and the writers and actors strike. They're eating their own at the minute. Yeah, writers. Uh, Drew Barrymore is their number one target. The Denver Airport. The conspiracy around Denver Airport. We're just going to lightly touch. We're just going in. We're just we're just having the tip. I'm just having the tip of this one. Maybe we might have the shaft in a bit. Maybe in an episode later on. But we're just having the tip of this one. The Aquaman 2. Is it going to be a bomb? Is it going to flop? Or will it be a, a surprise at the box office? Then we're going to... Touch on my boy, Shadowversity. Awesome guy. Absolute awesome guy. We've got some, con- uh, not conspiracy, we've got some con- controversy around him. And he is, he's fucking lapping it up, this guy. He's fucking knocking it out of the park. He's fucking going sword ninja on him. Good old Shad. Awesome follow. Awesome follow on YouTube, if you haven't already. And then I'm going to continue my list of fun and naughty, dirty conspiracies, which I'm starting to find out they might not be that good. <laughs> but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna continue on that list. Anyway, this is tonight's episode. I hope you can join me. I hope you can join me with a alcoholic beverage. Um, I am just drinking a, a normal Amstel tonight, a bottled Amstel. If you can't have a drink with me tonight, if you're just having a pop. Yeah, water, cup of tea, cup of coffee. If you'd listen to this in the morning, your afternoon, yeah, and and or at work, and you, you can't have one, uh, I'll have one for you. So cheers. It's a Nam still beer. It's yeah. Is it special? Not really. It's all right. It's decent, decent beer. I'm definitely not sponsored. Because I'd be saying it'd be fucking awesome. But, uh, well, maybe not. Yeah. Um, but let's get into tonight's fun-filled episode. Let's go to the Mexican Congress and let's see what they, they're having to say. So here we are. We are at Reuters. Mexican Congress holds hearing on UFOs featuring purported alien bodies. This is September 14, 2023 couple of days ago now uh want to play this without the sound yeah look at these little little bad boys 
if you're watching this, what what are your thoughts on these two little little bad boys? They're tiny. They have little big heads, little bodies, um, big eyes. They have a mouth. They have a nose. They look interesting. They look interesting. The two stuffed bodies revealed. Um, three fingers on each hand. The the video. <laughs> This is the time where you want, um, where you don't want any pictures. Um, they're a bit, they're, they've been real to the Mexican Congress and they look cool. Um, do I think they're the real deal? I, I'm going to have to call BS on it. I'm going to have to call bullshit on it. Um, I, I really didn't want to. I really want to believe, but they don't look alien. Mexico City, September 13. Mexican lawmakers heard testimony that we are not alone in the universe and saw the alleged remains of non-human beings in an extraordinary hearing making the Latin, make, uh, marking the Latin American country's first congressional event on UFOs. See, we're hearing a lot of UFOs talking. Big co- big governments are taking it serious. Little governments are taking this serious. Every government is taking this seriously or supposedly taking this seriously. Um, big corporations are taking it serious. Little corporations are taking it serious. Um, now, is all this coming out, you know, alien stuff, is all this coming out because... Joe Biden and the Biden family and uh, um, have a lot of controversy around them at the minute. And is this a false flag to to hey everybody look over here we've got aliens and and let the Bidens continue their their crime syndicate? Is that what's going on? That's a, quest, a genuine question. I am putting out to in the ether. Will anyone tell me? Um, will I ever find out? Will we ever find out? Is it something you're not even thought about? Is it something? Is it something worth questioning? Um, is it? You know, let's ask these sort of questions. If Trump was in office, we wouldn't be seeing this much UFO news. Um, but you know, the Biden crime family—that's for another. Um, episode maybe around um, some uh, what do they call it in America general elections same over here <laughs> the fucking knobhead you'll find out um, about me with these with this show with my podcast I ain't the sharpest tool in the, in the box you'll probably yeah. I'm full of dyslexia and you know talking and my my mouth moves faster than what my brain can process stuff i up here it's like in here i'm like that homer simpson meme i really should oh that would have been awesome if i'd thought about it um but i'm up there's like the monkey clapping the little uh, sim symbols uh that's going on um but anyway let's, let's continue uh the article 
in the hearing on Tuesday on Fanny. <laughs> um, that's probably no way. It's F A N I, the Spanish acronym for what the usual now ter termed unidentified anomalous phenomena, UAP. Politicians were shown two artifacts that Mexican journalist and longtime UFO enthusiast Jamie Mausum. Now, I know he's, he's Mexican and he's Spanish, so it's not Jamie, but I can't quite think what the, the, the Spanish is um, for that name. Uh, Mausum claimed were the two corpses of, of extraterrestrials. Uh, the specimens were not uh, related to any life, were not related to any life on Earth, Malsum said. The two tiny bodies displayed in cases have three fingers on he each hand and elongated heads. Malsum said they were recovered in Peru near the ancient Nazca lines in 2017 now if you don't know the Nazca lines these are absolutely gorgeous um drawings in in the earth in you know so you could see from above um and it's been long theorized that these were um the the Peru uh, the people of Peru yeah ancient people of Peru were we put down to help the the visitors see and help them to try and entice them back to to them um you know because why why on earth um i can't quite think off the top of my head when these um lines were we had no aerial um aircraft with you know with, i don't you know it was that long ago so why would you put something like that on on the earth? Some some intricate, uh, some detailed drawings on the earth like that, massive drawings as well, on the earth. It couldn't have been for your eyes, um, for our eyes, you know. Even if you had like the tallest pyramid in the world, yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't be it it, it wouldn't make sense. Um, I will get into the Nazca lines on on an, another episode so anyway let's continue um, near the Nazca lines in 2017 he said that they were about 1000 years old analyzed through a carbon dating process by Mexico's National Autonomous University let me make sure I am pronouncing that right. I probably butchered it. Autonomous. Yeah, no, I, I was bang on. Uh, UNAM. Similar such finds in the past have turned out to be remains of mummified children. I don't know why I found that funny. I think, well, I know why I found that funny. I read that as chicken. Not children, chicken. Because <laughs> well, I had sort of glanced and I saw chicken for some reason. But obviously it's children. Uh, Malsum said it was the first time such evidence has been presented. I think there is clear demonstration that we are dealing with non-human specimens that are not related to any other species in our world and that 
all possibilities are open for any scientific insta institutions to investigate it, Mousen said. We are not alone, I added. He added. He added, sorry. Let me, uh, I butchered that, so let's read it aloud together. Let's do this together. Let's, because, you know, we're one big Jose family. de Jesus Salche Benitez. Director of the Scientific Institute for Health of the Mexican Navy said X-rays, 3D reconstructions, and DNA analysts, analysts, anal, analics. <laughs> I know I can't say it right now. Analyze, analyze, had been carried out on the remains. Sorry, I, I do apologize. I, I read when I read that word, I always read analysts. I can affirm. I can affirm that these bodies have no relations to human beings. Human beings, he said. Um, UNAM on Thursday republished this, a statement first issued in 2017 saying the work by its National Laboratory of Mass uh, Spectrumon- Spectromon... Oh, I'm gonna I fucking already butchered it, so let's uh let's do it all. Let's do it all. Spectrometry with accelerators was only intended to de- determine the age of the samples. In no case w- do we make uh, conclusions about the ori- origin of said samples, the statement said. Lawmakers also heard from the U.S. Navy pilot Ryan Graves, awesome, awesome guy, um, who has participated in the U.S. congressional hearings about his personal experience with UAPs and the stigma around reporting such sightings. Congress, um, Congressman Sergio, I'm going to, Fucking butcher that last name as well. Sorry, Sergio. Let's uh, let's read it all. Sergio Gutierrez from President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador's ruling Morena Party said he hoped that the hearing would be first of other similar events in Mexico. I I hope the same. We are left with reflections, with concerns, with the path to Congress. Uh, continue talking about this, Gutierrez said. In recent years, the U.S. government has done an about. The U.S. government has done an about face on public information on UAPs after decades of stonewalling and deflecting the pentagon has been actively investigating reported uh, reported sightings in recent years by military aviators while an independent nasa panel studying ufos is the first of its kind by the space agency now on that do i think NASA will let out the truth? No. 
no, I don't think they'll let out the truth. I want them to, but I don't think they will. Malsum faced swift backlash and criticism from sceptics on Wednesday who questioned the authenticity of his presentation. This could really hurt efforts to take the issue seriously, said a user of X social media platform, formerly known as Twitter. Why didn't they, why didn't they wait until a scientific paper was ready to publish it? Reported. Um, so that's it. Now, I would love nothing more than this to be real maybe you know maybe it will come out that they are real um i'm gonna get a colder beer i think because that one's uh warmed up a little bit um i would love nothing more for them to come and, and say you know yeah this is this is real you know, we've done a stu- we've done studies on these we've done numerous studies on these and these are genuine little aliens i would love nothing more absolute love nothing more than that so let's see what nasa has to say about these little guys what oh this is the fucking bbc i fucking hate the bbc i really do um what nasa said about those alien corpses in Mexico. BBC journalist Sam Cabral Cabral I, I can't even be bothered to read his name out um, questioned NASA about the rather sensational reports. He could be a good journalist. Journalist. I just despise the BBC. I despise what the BBC has turned into. I despise what the BBC did. Uh, the BBC did to the over seventy fives. I despise the BBC for continually pushing one side. And you know, we pay them. All of us pay them, and they are biased. Very, very biased. Very one-sided. Um, and that's my thoughts on the BBC. Horrible. Um, so they could be in, an incredible journalist. So I'm sorry, but when you're being on the BBC site, I I still question your your ethics, your your journalistic skills, your journalistic integrity. I question it. Um, so let's get back to the article. Uh, rather sensational reports of the non-human corpses coming from Mexico, and what importance the agency attach, attaches to them. Official from the U.S. Space Agent uh, Organization convened. Organization convened on Thursday to release a new report on UFOs or unidentified anomalous phenomena, UAPs, as they as it's called. And oh, I've got to fucking click the thing. Haven't I? So where is it? Where's the fucking? This is why I hate the BBC. Sam Cabral with BBC News Digital 
Um, we've been talking a lot about since shift from sensationalism to science today. Uh, has NASA been in touch with the Mexican authorities about the rather sensational revelations earlier this week of two allegedly non-human corpses? And what, of any importance, do you attach to these discoveries? Well, you know, this is something that uh, we, I, I know I've only seen on Twitter. You know, this is something that... Uh, do you attach to these discoveries? Well, you know, this is something that uh, we, I, I know I've only seen on Twitter. So it's, you know, um, when we have unusual things, you want to make data public. I think of this as like NASA has one of the most valuable samples from outer space, lunar rocks. What do we do? We make them available to any scientists who want to work on this. We don't know the nature of those samples that were shown in front of them. If I was the Mexican government, I would are making recommendations to the Mexican government. That's not our charge here. We're doing this for NASA. My recommendation was if you have something strange, make samples available to the world scientific community, and we'll see what's there. I'll just add that one of the, the main goals of what we're trying to do here today is to move conjecture and conspiracy towards science and sanity. And you do that with data, as David says. And that's the whole purpose of this study and this roadmap. Thank you. Thank you. So that's what the BBC and the NASA have to say about it. I was hoping I was going to be able to read that, but obviously um, no. Um, so I'm a little bit pissed off about that because I know what the BBC is like and I do put these on YouTube at the end of the day. Um, so hopefully, hopefully, touch wood, I don't get a copyright strike or, or, or some sort of strike. Um, but generally what they are saying, they want the Mexican um, government to uh, release these bodies and let the, the largest scientific community test, inspect, and which is a genuine... Um, fair assessment and i would i would love i would love it if they if they release these oh yeah if they don't release these bodies or or at least a sample of these bodies then we're gonna have to call that bull, bullshit on them um because why wouldn't you want the the wider scientific community to have a look at them to to research them to do tests on them to so all, all that good stuff. So we are at the Hollywood Reporter. So let me know your thoughts on on the uh, the the alien, the Mexican aliens, the two um, two little funky bodies. Let me know your thoughts. What are your thoughts on these? Again, I will put my how to contact me in the show notes of of every podcast and. How to get on hold of me is on my YouTube channel of the same name, Rare Eddie One. Um, so, you know, please get in contact with me. I would love that, especially to set up a, um, a fellowship of, of like-minded minds. And we can chat, we can have, you know, fun conversations and, you know, talk about all this shit. That's, I would love that more, more than anything. So please get in contact with me. That would be awesome. Cheers.
and keep that because it's nearly done. So we are at the Hollywood Reporter. Drew Barrymore defends talk show uh, return amid the wag strike. After growing criticism, there, there are other people's jobs on the line. I thought if we could go on during a, a global pandemic and everything that the world experienced through 2020, why would this sideline does? She said in now a deleted video statement posted on her Instagram. Now, so during the coup, during the, the pandemic, a lot of people lost a lot of people were made redundant, lost their jobs, lost their businesses. Not Hollywood. I I will I will never forget that. Hollywood never lost their jobs. Hollywood was allowed to continue working while a lot of others were losing losing businesses, losing jobs, losing loved ones. Hollywood was allowed to continue to put out their bullshit. And now they're fucking, they're fucking doing this, this shit. Are you fucking kidding me, Hollywood? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, you know, in in twenty twenty, if you didn't wear a mask or you didn't have the jab, you were uh, Hollywood looked at you like you were a piece of shit. And and now they're expecting you to rally behind them. No, go fuck yourselves. Go fuck yourselves, you fucking piece of shit. The the amount of shit writing you fuckers have been putting out is absolutely fucking. If you don't believe me, watch Secret Invasion on Disney Plus. And let that show um do the talking because it's the worst thing I've ever seen. It's written horribly. Absolute horribly. And these fuckers got to do their jobs while the pandemic was going on because it was it was thought as a critical business. It was thought as a business that needed to be run, you know. Um so when you had to to um hold up in your own own house, oh fuck me. Um, they were continuing to do their work, allowed to do their work. Now, I I just seen a clip for the new Frasier. Oh fuck me! I hope they don't fuck Frasier up. I fucking love Frasier. Um, and it's got it's got Rodney in it. Um, I, I hope they don't really fuck Frasier up, but you know. It's modern day Hollywood. They're going to fuck it up. Sorry, got dark there on the, uh, the old writer's strike. These people decided to go out on strike. Yeah, because they want a little better. They want a guaranteed paycheck. It's one of the main reasons why they're getting strikes. So if they produce a bit of work to a studio, they want paying. No matter if the studio picks it up or doesn't, they want paying. That, you know, you're a fucking writer at the end of the day. Write something decent. Write a decent fucking show. But 
again, a lot of the studios these guys write to are in the same, uh, you know, political leaning. So that we have been getting shit from these writers, but these studios have been happy with this shit because they want to force us to all think one way. But we're we're human at the end of the day. We all have difference of opinions. We all think differently. We all do things differently. Um, But they, the Black Rock owner, CEO, said himself, we want to force you into doing what they want us to do. And people aren't like that. And people are starting to wake up. I'm sorry, I'm fucking all over the place on that one. Uh, I do apologise. Hope... A little bit of that you came through, and um, basically, <laughs> I fucking sorry, I, I fucking went on a angry rant. <laughs> Not as an angry rant as as, but I went on an angry rant, and now I've lost what I was thinking. So Drew Barrymore has forced to make an apology video even though she has no idea what she is apologising for, because daytime is is different. It's um, not different, but it's um, it doesn't fall under the, the, the writer's strike at the minute, so daytime TV can, can go on. Um, so I don't know why the fucking crying about it you know they're all butter um old little bitches if you ask me um but she's she's apologizing for she doesn't know what drew barrymore is explaining why she made the controversial decision to return her talk show so people out there are losing their houses you know when i say uh, it's not just the writers and the actors that are being, you know, forced out of jobs or losing money. It's the film crews, it's the lighting guys, it's the it's the sound guys, it's the, you know, uh, costume, it's the set, it, um, the set, di- uh, um, set guys, you know, it's all these, they're all losing money, you know. But they don't think about them guys because, you know, them guys are below them. Um, because if you're not a writer or an actor, they don't give a fuck about you. Um, end of the day. Sorry, I'm. So now I'm on a Taurus Blood Orange cider. Um, cheers. Hopefully you can have, enjoy a drink with me. Oh my god, that's delicious. I'm not sponsored. So, the production amid the ongoing writers' guild strike, telling critics in a now-deleted video that there's nothing I can do or say in this moment to make uh, resuming production without her picketing writers okay. In a video statement that was posted to her Instagram on Friday below. So we've got the video below somewhere. Oh, it's there. There it is. I'm not going to watch the video. It's just her crying. Um, her saying sorry. 
um, her apologising for something she has, she doesn't even know what she's apologising for. Um, in the video statement that was posted, yeah, sorry, just read that. Barrymore reiterated the previous assert, assertion from CBS Media Ventures that the Drew Barrymore show will be returning in compliance with the WAG strikes. The rules that despite ongoing backlash from members of the union and the union itself picketing outside CBS Broadcast Center in New York as taping resumed this week. So they are they are following the rules, but some writers and some actors are upset. Um, now, studios don't really give a fuck about this. This is a bit of a win-win for studios because a lot of studios have, again, you know, especially when 2016 was here, they were all leaning one way. They all thought the same thing. and But they're all losing money now and the studios are thinking, shit, we can't, we can't keep continuing to keep losing money. We alienated half our customer base, basically, um, and and they need to make money at the end of the day, and uh, so a lot of shows are being cancelled. You know, um, that it's force majeure, majeure. Um, so where um, the writers are signed up and they're not. Um, buying their contract contractual agreement so the the studios can just can it rip it up and, and fuck it off so i think jj abrams and mindy kaling among a few have had or been released from studios and i think these studios are like whew, whew, we can start making money again hopefully um because mindy kaling brought out that horrible not watched it um, but I've heard a lot of shit about the Velma show. And J.J. Uh, Abrams is just a horrible piece of shit. He was on about white guilt not so long ago. How was your white guilt for you now, you cunt? Um, I certainly couldn't, so I'll continue the article. I certainly couldn't have expected this kind of attention. The actress, producer... And talk show host says, says about her decision. We aren't going to break the rules and we will be in compliance. I wanted to do this because I said this is bigger than me and there are other people's jobs on the line. So she's one of many, sorry, one of few that's actually thinking about lighting guys, sound guys, set... Um, I can't think what the, the set guys who, who make the sets up. She's thinking about these these people who need the money, who need their jobs to be returned. She's thinking about them people. Because while Hollywood's not filming, these those guys are out of fucking work. Probably need these jobs and desperately need these jobs. And uh, it's, you know, thankfully some of them have got their jobs back. Um is what it is the the actress and host 
denied that a PR machine was behind the choice to resume the show without the with without its wag wag writers. Oh, that's a bit of a mouthful for me. Her video comes one day after the wag and fucking actors fucking guilds public publicly um, stated they were scheduling a meeting next week the studios have not returned to <laughs> the studios haven't returned to I let it read negotiations negotiations have not returned to negotiations with the SAG and writers and actors um <laughs> Which is also on negotiations with, which is also on strike under a different contract than the one that covers Barrymore. Like I said, Barrymore's contract is different to the ones what the are striking. So the it, it doesn't make sense why the the eat the Barrymore is their number one target. It it doesn't make sense. Um, I don't exactly know what I what to say because because she isn't doing anything fucking wrong. Now I wouldn't watch the show in a hundred fucking years. Um, I imagine that show is for people who can't get enough of the view. Um, it's a bit of scissoring show. Um, but. This only comes, I think, months after Drew Barrymore was kneeling for Dillian Mulvaney, you know, the trans activist fucking Bud Light um, um, spokes thing. Um, she was kneeling and accepted her womanhood and everyone was going mad, uh, not mad in an angry way, everyone was going mad and loving it. And a couple of months later, them same people that was praising Drew Barrymore are uh, literally wanting her to fucking, well, maybe not die. That's maybe a bit um, deep, uh, but quite literally wanting her to fucking lose everything. Um, the corner scat, the corner horrible names. And this is the thing with the people with people on the left; they generally eat their own like that. Um, some of them may like an eating out, um, like may like eating their own. Um, some of them may like a bit of scissoring, but you know that's each their own, I suppose. Um, so all so, let me continue. I've lost my spot. I don't know, I don't exactly know what to say because sometimes when things are so tough it's hard to make a decision from that place so all I can say is that I wanted to accept responsibility and no I don't have a PR machine behind this my decision to go back to the show it was her decision to go back to the show I didn't want to hide behind people she said which I applaud her for that. At least she's fucking, you know, being upfront about it. And, you know, she will take the blunt of everything, which she is already. I won't polish this with bells and whistles. 
and publicity and the corporate uh, rhetoric. I'll just stand out there and accept the responsibility. Barrymore removed the video from video from her Instagram account hours after she posted it because people have just been absolutely I imagine people have been absolutely fucking horrible. Horrible. I couldn't really care less, I've gotta be honest with you. I really couldn't. Um my thoughts on the Drew Barrymore show, I never watched it. I Again, I think it's a show for people who can't get enough of uh, the view. Um, well, what I've seen here is you know, a bit of the new Futurama, uh, Futurama, new um, Frasier, um, which gets me excited. Um, hopefully they don't fuck it up, but that's for another thing. That's for another, another day. What are your thoughts on the Drew Barrymore controversy? Um, are you like me? You couldn't really give a fuck about it. You you, you couldn't care less. You uh, didn't even know she had a show. Um, it's who 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 is watching this show? Um, what are your thoughts on the writers and actors strike? Um, I think they're just greedy little puppets, basically. Um, yeah, greedy little puppets. And uh, that's my thought on them. I think they're horrible fucking pieces of shit. You you could just put on a random show on Disney Plus, a new random show on Disney Plus, She Hulk, Secret Invasion, and they are awful, absolutely fucking awful shows. Um, but that's my thoughts on Drew Barrymore. You let let me know your thoughts. Um. Apparently, this is on Sky News. Just as bad as the BBC, if you ask me. Uh, writers strike. UK film and TV workers are forced to put homes up for sale due to the US action. More than 30,000 people have signed a petition urging the government to consider a follow furlough type scheme for those who have been impacted severely now i'm not sure what the uk film industry went through during the pandemic um but i have to i have to reiterate what i said previously i think they should go fuck themselves um now i know the british um we are a little bit different so maybe they um yeah maybe it's a little bit different. i i don't know too much about our um, film industry um so i'm i'm not too far i know we're not forced to 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 strike i know we can continue filming right and stuff like that so we don't fall under the americans on that uh, front But I have to be honest with you guys, I don't know too much about our filming industry. So let's continue reading. Out of work British film and TV crew members are being forced to put their homes up for sale as a result of the of the knock on effects. So maybe is it is it a knock on effect? So maybe 
the writers and your film crews don't want to necessarily they can but they don't necessarily want to film or write um, to to be in solidarity with their uh, brothers over brothers and sisters on the other side of the pond I, I that's maybe where my mind will go on that um the head of entertainment union i probably i will i will butcher your name so let's um read it aloud philippa childs philippa child sorry philippa childs the head of an entertainment union B-E-C-T-U said, some people are considering changing career. Yeah. Um, how about coding, bro? How about you learn some coding, bro? You know. Um, I've had I've had people saying to me they are having to sell their houses, their cars. We had one of our representat- uh, representatives the other day say she was going to leave the profession because she's had enough she said is it she's had enough because you know they they force you to um is she had enough because it's gotten too fucking woke too political too um um ideological driven um could it be that i don't know as a result of more than two months of a lister industry action some of the uk's busiest sound stages are now more like ghost towns okay any more 24 and experienced production assistants as assistant has struggled to book any jobs. I've basically gone from two years of work to on-off work. Let me read that again. I've basically gone from two years of work to on-off work for summer to the last six weeks, no work at all. There's just no work to apply for. Um... With more than two-thirds of the UK's total f- film spend coming from the US, the impact of striking Hollywood writers and actors taking on the studios over issue, including AI and repeat residuals, has been severe. Graham Webb, Graham Webb Managing Director of Construction Specialist for Wood, <laughs> for Wood, said it absolutely brought large parts of the industry to a grinding halt and straight after covid that's difficult yes why not do this during covid you fucking idiots absolute fucking idiots specialist in high-end tv and film so difficult specialists in high-end tv and film they have relied on theatre and live events to make up for lost work. She hustles like providing a set storage are a vital revenue stream. Sorry, let me do that. Side hustles like providing set storage are a vital revenue stream. When it's 
when it goes quiet and people are fighting for less and less work in the, the marketplace, that's unsettling for everyone, Mr. Webb added. Fewer projects mean fierce competition to book jobs on British projects. That can still shoot and some workers are reporting certain production companies are taking advantage of the situation to undercut <laughs> established pay rates. Oh, you fucking assholes. You absolute fucking assholes. I bet that is a very false statement. I can't imagine... I can imagine production companies cutting and taking advantage. But in today's day and age, no. I don't think that's a thing. I, I think that's a made-up fucking... Some BS there. Because you damn well know that would be all over fucking Twitter or X. Um, if these companies were taking advantage... To undercut you know, people's pay rates. You know that would be all over. Especially if they were doing it to women. That would be all over the fucking news. So don't, don't put that bullshit down here. You fucking absolute cunts. Um, sorry. That, that's fucking pissed me off. I'm, I'm, yeah. You know. The UK's mat is, is different to the US. They can continue to film and, and do other stuff. So, because I think right now they're filming or or finished filming House of Dragon. The other other stuff being filmed here in the UK and you know production is going going on. So they're just you know, they're just basically uh, going on the backs of these and they're uh, saying, "Oh, feel sorry for me, please." Um, that fucking pissed me off that did um, more than 30,000 people have signed a petition urging the government consider a furlough type scheme for those who have been impacted severely because of uh, precarious nature of the contract work contract work they do okay I ain't got too long left on this one uh Miss Child said our message to the government is they need to put some mechanisms in place for when things are tough because otherwise they are going to lose skills they desperately need. So we there's so you know there's so much on this topic. So you're talking about a career that is it's not really a needed career. Yes, people like watching TV. People love watching films and TV. But if if the shit the fan, you know, that'd be the first thing cut off people's bills. TV, you know, going to the cinema, that would be the first thing to go. So, yeah, if the shit it's the fan, TVs and films will be the first thing to go. So... If the government actually does this, I'd be even more pissed off. And that means the government will probably do it. 
Um, I, I generally I need to look into into the UK film industry a little bit more before I hundred hundred percent put out my uh, thoughts. But I generally think that they're all fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> Not all of them, obviously, but you know, I imagine our writers are probably just as bad as the US writers. They they like putting down their their politics they like forcing their 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 agenda onto you um well i've watched much of british tv but i imagine it's pretty much the same as the american tv um so yeah that's my that's my limited thoughts on that ramblings on the uk film industry like i say i, I don't know enough to know but if it's anything like the US writers, um, I imagine do a better fucking job, please. Well, just do a better fucking job. What are your thoughts on, on that? Um, if if you're enjoying the British TV, BBC, don't let me put you off. Please don't let me put you off. You enjoy what you enjoy. I enjoy what I enjoy. And if you hate, for some matters, if there was something I I love watching, so for instance, um, Futurama, I love that show. It's the the latest season's mid at best, but I I am enjoying it. If you hated it and you would you were telling me that you fucking hate it, it's still it won't put me off. And so please don't let anything I say put you off. If anything, let's have a discussion about it and let's see if you can change my mind. I can change your mind. Or we just disagree to we agree to disagree, um, which probably the likely case. So let me know your thoughts on on the uh, the writers and actors strike and and the Drew Barrymore situation. Um, but here we are, we are at live science, and we are looking. We're just gonna. I'm just gonna get the tip of the Denver International Airport. I'm just going for the tip. That's all I'm, that's all I'm interested in. I'm not interested in, in the shaft. I'm just interested in the tip at, a, at the moment. So let's, let's have a lick. Let's have a lick. <laughs> let's have a lick of the tip. Um, let's have a look at the tip. Uh, the Denver International Airport is a quirky place known for its offbeat art offbeat art yes gargoyles overlook overlook the baggage claims murals depict scenes of war and horror and there's a 32 foot 9.75 meter blue horse with ed with ed with red eyes presiding over the road leading in the leading in and out of the terminal now i think the horse is called blucifer or that's quite possibly a nickname they give the horse blucifer a blue horse with red fucking eyes <laughs> can't make this shit up you really can't make this shit up so the conspiracy behind this is this is a 
under a secret underground bunker for the New World Order. Um, I can't think think off the top of my head. I do know this conspiracy, but it's been a long time. Um, but I know it's a the New World Order's um, bunker. All of this weirdness combined with the municipal drama surrounding municipal municipal so all the weirdness combined with the municipal drama surrounding the airport's construction that's another thing Con the, the airport's construction the project went almost three billion over budget not million billion over budget spat an array of conspiracy theories the most common according to the denver public library is the airport is a secret is the secret headquarters to the new world order the illuminati the reptilians or some other sh shadowy group with plans to take over the world well if you look into the murals um yeah it's it's very in your face <laughs> i know i think i've heard that some of the murals have been changed um but when it first came out the murals were yeah pretty much <laughs> it would look like it was like we're telling you what we're gonna do um situations to bolster their beliefs, theorists spin alternative explanations for the airport's odd decor. For example, an inlay in the floor with the symbols. So, an inlay in the floor with the symbols for gold AU and silver AG, referring Colorado's mining history, become a secret message about. A made-up uh, pathogen known as the Australian antigen. Let me make sure that's right. Australian antigen. Known as the Australian antigen. A mule decline, de decrying war and wishing for the world peace to becomes a warning about totalitarian future all of this is built all of this is built according to the theories theorists on top of a six story deep bunker where the elites will hunker down to ride out the end of the world or maybe it's a prison for dissenters of course, there's no evidence of anything beneath the airport besides maintenance tunnels, a baggage transport system, and harried travellers moving between terminals on an underground train. But that doesn't stop those who want to believe in something more nefarious beneath the airline hub. So yeah, we've, we've, we've just looked at the tip of the Denver airport. Now, maybe next episode, we may take in the shaft. 
we may we may go down to the shaft or i may just tease you for a couple more episodes and you know just leave you with this tip um we leave you with the tip of the denver airport hmm maybe leave you with the tip of the blue horse with red eyes the blucifer blue for blucifer's tip um but that's that's uh i thought that was a fun little one to maybe have a look at have a look into and see you know what's going on with the denver airport i i know the conspiracy but i haven't looked into it for a couple of years now so that'll be definitely a fun fun one for me to have a look into i will hopefully get a youtube little youtube video out on that as well um so please check out my youtube channel or rumble channel um and uh, i will look into it and like i said i will do i will follow up the denver international airport because there's some wild conspiracies on that one so but that that's it so let me know if you really want me to get deep down and dirty you know maybe get to the shaft maybe go balls deep um on that one um but yeah let me know your thoughts on on the, the denver airport you you may i may have fucked it up and let me know if i if i fucked it up and you let me know your thoughts so what are your thoughts on aquaman 2 so i believe this film this is my prediction i think this film is gonna flop um because of a certain person a h um amber heard um is still in this film she is still in this film now could they have done what the army of dead did and totally replaced her and green screened her with another actress quite possibly or would that have been too much work for the director and the uh, editors to do maybe because they have reshot this not once not twice quite possibly three times they've reshot this film um i watched the trailer and it looked fucking dog shit if this film makes any money it'd be because of this man here i i do like myself jason momoa i think i think it's a pretty good uh, pretty good guy i think he stole the show in the the latest facts fast x um film is is a hell of a guy is you know he, he really wouldn't like me uh, in all honesty um but you know he's an actor at the end of the day i don't really give a fuck about him um but i honestly honestly think this film is gonna flop and it's because of amber heard and she's basically um so we are at the los los angeles times james wan says amber heard's aquaman 2 was not minimized due to the johnny depp trial of course he's gonna fucking say that but you damn well you damn well know he, he was and it has been um um minimized minimized because of it because of that because she's a horrible piece of shit she shat the bed um um yeah i i I really do think this is going to fucking fail 
Um, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom director James Wan is speaking out about Amber Heard's uh, diminished role in the forthcoming DC superhero movie that is going to fucking fail and fail hard. Last year, Heard said as part of her testimony during her trial against former partner. So she still got, still kept her job. Johnny Depp lost everything, lost every role he was in, every job he was doing. Every job he was part of, he'd lost. And it it turns out she was the bad person in the relationship, not Johnny. Um, Luckily, you know, well, I say luckily, he's still not coming back to to where he was. I still, I'm I'm still not, I was a big Johnny Depp fan, but when he said, about assassinating a certain president or you know come on man just you're better than that fuck's sake you fucking asshole i've heard said that her part in the sequel uh, has been very pared down i was given the script and then given new versions of the script that had taken away scenes that had action in it that depicted my character and other characters without giving any spoilers away two characters fighting with one another and they basically took a bunch of bunch out of my role heard said during the trial they removed a bunch out so it it's all over the place that my reading is all over the place that i do apologize Basically, I just wanted to have a little rant and say, yeah, I think Aquaman 2 is just going to fucking flop. It's going to flop hard. If it actually makes any money, it's because of this man, Jason Momoa. But you, I think they really should have considered taking her out. Yes, you'd maybe filmed a whole bunch of shit. But how many times you re-shot, re-wrote, you know, and, and you could not have took her out? You know, that's not a possibility. I, I think that was a genuine possibility. Um, because let's face it, DC, what uh, one above us in DC, this won't be their f- first flop. This won't be their second flop. I think this will be going on to their seventh flop, if this indeed does flop. This will be like their seventh flop in a row. It's just so frustrating. I'll, I'll probably talk about this more um, on next week's episode. Um, we may get a f- some more news, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. And I, I think it's going to flop at the box office. Um, so yeah. So I wanted to touch on my boy, Shadowversity. Apparently he is being cancelled or or someone who he wants to work with is trying to you know, distance himself from Shad um, because he, he co-hosts a show called Friday Night Tights, which is a fucking awesome show. If you're not watching it, what are you doing? Um... 
if you're not watching that show, what are you doing? I highly, highly recommend that show. Um, pop culture, fun, funny, hilarious. Um, Shadowverse, he is a hell of a guy, hell of a fellow. He is a Mormon, um, even though you won't know he's a Mormon because he never fucking brings that out, brings that up. Um, but he's a hell of a guy really is a hell of a guy and i had the pleasure of meeting him um yeah i was meeting shad and i had a, a really nice conversation with him he was a genuine genuinely a nice guy really nice guy he, he yeah he talked to everyone and he he sat down with people he talked to people he was just a friendly friendly guy you know and i absolutely had the pleasure of meeting him and i can't wait to meet him again um absolute fucking beauty of a guy um and he doesn't deserve what someone some cowardly person is trying to do to him but the fellowship we have his back and uh he he's you know he's realizing what the fellowship is and and we have his back and yeah and I have his back, and you know I, I'm, I'm no, I'm I'm very 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 small um, uh, creator um, on YouTube and Rumble and and podcast, and but I have his back, and there's many 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 more people that have his back, and I'm very happy to see that, and uh, so yeah. So I have Shadow versus back. If you if you want to know more about him, please go check him out on YouTube. Like I say, he's a fun guy. He he does film reviews. He's a sword guy. He loves his swords and you know medieval castles and armory and yeah, you know, he he loves all that stuff. And so if you're into that, go check him out. So I I. So I, I do apologize. I, I, I feel I've rushed through my last couple of uh, of um, topics. I, I Time is sort of running away from me. I really didn't think I was going to be talking about you know, the writer's strike and you know, the Mexican aliens as much as I did. Um, but again, I my aim for this podcast is to make it feel like a conversation that I generally have with my friends and family. Um, and I want it to feel like a conversation um, that you can, that you feel part of, um, that I'm sat having a conversation with you. That's my aim for this. Because um, podcasts really did help me when I was, you know, when I was at a few of my lowest points, podcasts really did help. And you know, I and I I fucking love it. I I love actually making um making doing my my podcast. I actually love it. And yeah, and that's genuinely my um aim for for my for the podcast is to make it feel like a conversation, you know, random conversation you have with your mates. Um and hopefully I feel like one of your mates and that's I, I would love that more than anything um but so here we are we are at watch mojo 
Um, it's a channel I, I used to love. I don't. I haven't watched it in a long time. I mainly watched it because of Rebecca Bryant and the Watch Mojo Lady. I mainly watched it because of her. Um, sorry if I yeah. I'm a I'm a guy at the end of the day, and I mainly watched it because of her. She was actually a pretty fucking cool, cool person. Um, so hopefully this one, <laughs> as we found out last week, uh, but quite not as naughty and dirty as I thought they might have been. I think this is I, when I quite literally searching for this, I just put dirty conspiracies, and one of the first ones has dirty in it. <laughs> Um, but number eight, we're at number eight. The US doesn't offer free higher education because of the military. While the US offers free public education up to the end of high school, universities and higher learning cost. Learning costs, well, an arm and a leg would be an would be an understatement, although there have been growing calls for the government to fully fund higher ed. Many see it as unlikely for one simple reason, the US military. In the US, military service is voluntary. However, it also offers, I've said this word a few times now, so we're going to read it out. It's going to get read out and we're going to listen to it together. I've butchered it many, many times. Subsidised. Across to higher education along with services. Um, along with service. Uh, giving lower income families opportunities they wouldn't otherwise be able to afford. The conspiracy theory states that the government would never fully fund higher education because... Because if everyone had free access to college without the ad, added danger of active service, far fewer would choose the military. That was quite a boring one. I do apologise, but that's definitely an interesting one and something I will, I, I will look into that. Actually, I will look into this one. Um, it's first I'm hearing of this and... Uh, and I'm, I feel a bit bad because I'm quite a big conspiracy nut. And that's the first I'm hearing of that. Um, maybe in that sort of context, maybe that's why, you know, that's not making much sense to me. Um, but again, I will finish off this list. I do apologise because they're not dirty and they're not rude. Hopefully they do get better and dirtier. Um, but... In tonight's episode, we did touch a tip of a conspiracy. So, we have been rude. We have been naughty. Um, but, yeah. I can't... I, I generally don't have much thoughts on this one. Um, because I generally don't know it. So, I can't... It wouldn't surprise me that the, the military would do that. And the government would do that. Because if everyone's getting... If poor families are getting into college and, and doing, you know, able to get college, then will the military dwindle in forces, you know, in its in its size? And let's face it, they couldn't beat us 
and they couldn't beat us Brits in in war in practice. Um, um, we kicked their asses, and they'll come back and say, "Well, we kicked you in the real war in the revol revol revolutionary war." Fair enough. Yeah, you did have help though. <laughs> I love I I love you Americans. I, I I America is one of is my favorite place to visit. I love Vegas. I love Phoenix. I absolutely adore you Americans. And I'm going to say this: we need America. The world needs America. So pull your shit together. The world needs you. Um. So please pull your shit together. Um, I I do. I'd, it's one of my favourite places to go, America. I I do love it. Um, so it's only a bit of fun. Um, but yeah. So that hopefully this gets better. Um, hopefully it gets better. Hopefully I can feel small improvements within myself. Put me into a big screen. You're probably, if you're listening to this, you're probably, what the fuck are you on about, you dickhead? Um, but yeah, I, I can f uh, feel small improvements. Um, only small improvements. I'm still rough. It's still rough. Um, but the more I do with these, the more I will get better. Um, I, I definitely feel comfortable talking on, you know, and, you know, because I do have a camera on, I am filming as well. Um, but the more I do it, the more I will get better. Um, I hope it's felt like a conversation um, like you have with your friends and family. Um, again, I would love a co-host. I, I would love a guest. I would love to have a couple of guests on or a guest on. So if that's something you feel you'd, you would love to do, get in touch with me and we'll have a talk we'll have a conversation about that so please don't be shy um get in contact with me um all old ways of getting in contact with me will be in the show notes or in my youtube video or rumble i hope you've had a good time listening to me i have had an awesome time tonight i am also sweating my tits off i am winning the pooing in it at the minute i know i know you can't see what's going on um underneath this uh i have my spare shirt on we fucking had a lucky win, well, maybe not a lucky win, but we won. Um, go on, you you yids. Um, so yeah. So I hope you've had a good time listening to me tonight, uh, um, or whenever you listen to me. I hope you're having a good, enjoyed this episode. Um, please. Um, please leave me a review please follow me on whatever podcast uh, provider you're listening to me on um please don't be shy uh, get in contact with me if you disagree with me or anything please get in contact with me as well if you agree with me that'd be even better <laughs> um again if you think um you've got something you you think i should add to the show please get in contact with me again uh i would i would love that if you think you would love to have a guest to, to be a guest on uh, let me know and we'll see what we can do um i, I would love that it's my little baby my podcast is my, my little baby and i love doing it so please please follow me i think it's follow on on most podcast providers 
please leave me a review that'd be awesome please like and subscribe if you're watching me on youtube and rumble um i hope you've had a great time listening to me um i've had an awesome time um chatting with you guys having fun with you guys learning something interesting with you guys touching a tip as well we touched the tip tonight well done cheers i enjoyed touching that tip i've been rarely one i hope you have a great week i will see you next week peace